Hello my faithful friends, my name is Abby and you are listening to The Faith Inquiry. Hello everyone, I know it has been a hot minute since a podcast came out on The Faith Inquiry, but um, life has just been a little bit busy at the moment. Um, I have moved back to Worcestershire, I'm around friends, I am beginning to start my summer holiday in between my studies and life has just been a little bit manic. So I want to first apologise for the inconsistency, but also I want to let you know that the episode today is a really good one. It's with my really dear friend Kirsty. We sat down a few weeks ago to discuss everything to do with God and to do with faith. And you know, just I inquired about her faith. Um, so yes, I hope you enjoy this episode. I want to thank Kirsty majorly for um, coming on and sharing a part of her heart. And my prayer is that you listening, you you really get something from it and God reveals himself to you in a new way, or it's just a small encouragement. But yeah, let's get started. Hey, we're recording. Hello, Kirsty. How are you? Hello, Abby. I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I am ready for summer, though. It yeah. is gloomy and the middle of May, or maybe not the middle of May, but I feel like summer should be here by now. Absolutely. I can't believe that it's raining so much these days. Yeah, I know. And I remember I remember lockdown last year as just being glorious sunshine the yeah. whole time. Yeah. So this is messing with my brain a bit. Me too. It's confusing. Well, thank you for coming on to the Faith Inquiry. I'm really pleased to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. <laughs> I wanted to tell you just a little bit about why I wanted you to come and speak. Um, we study together at Regents. We do and um, you are, I, when I first met you, in one of the first conversations we ever had, you'd sort of said that like God had already ticked all the boxes and all the dreams that you had sort of, that you wanted to achieve. Um, and it like hit me and I was like, oh my goodness, like that's, re- I'd never met anyone before who's like early 20s and they're like, oh, I've done it. So what's next? And mm. I think you're in a really exciting period of your life where like God is like refining different skills and pushing you in different areas and sometimes pushing too hard, sometimes can't feel him pushing. But I, I think it's, I'm finding it really exciting just to be a witness on that journey of discovery with God so I wanted you to come and share (laughs) thanks oh yeah it does make you smile when you hear people (laughs) talking about your life like that um but yeah no thank you God is God is so good um and I'm so excited to have this conversation with you um and and talk about where like where I've come from what I've been through but also how far I have still yet to go and what God's showing me in that it's just so exciting what is the title of the story you're going to be sharing today? So I was thinking about this for a long time and I think I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. And my my title is Priorities. Oh, OK. Mm. Mm. I like that. Is it's, it... quite, it's quite broad. So yeah. I've got lots of areas to go into. But um, priorities is something that God is challenging me on at the moment. What are my priorities? And is he my main priority? That's good. That's a hard season to be in at the moment. Yeah, 
Yeah, it is. When there are <laughs> other things that I need to prioritize, um, <laughs> it is a good question to ask that, that is God the center of yeah. my life? That's my main question at the moment. Oh, that is a good question. Mm. Mm. Um, what's your story? <laughs> okay, let's get going. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so before I get into the main bit of my story, which is the current season that I'm in right now. I want to talk about that because I'm in it, you know, um, and I think it'd be great to have your insight and input into it as well. Um, but before we get into that, I want to go a bit through my backstory. So I'll tell you guys a little bit about me. You know my name. My name's Kirsty. Um, but where have I come from? Who am I? You know. <laughs> um, so I was brought up in a Christian home um, and went to church. Always, always been going to church since I was a baba. Um, I was dedicated, um, not christened, um, but that was the church that I was in at the time. Shout out to anybody else who's been dedicated. Um, there are a few of us. Um, <laughs> And um, I gave my my life to Christ probably when I was about nine is is the age that I would say that that actually happened. It was a classic um, spring harvest, you know, Christian event thing. I was in the youth and it was like, um, do you want to come to the back and say a little prayer in a group um, and, and give your life to to Jesus come become his best friend you know that term that they use um for the kids do you want to be Jesus's best friend and I was like yeah so I went to the back of the room and I became Jesus's best friend um and it was wonderful um and then you I am always oh just so feel I feel so blessed and grateful when I look back over my life and see where God has taken me and um, because from that point I can just see his guiding hand on my life. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to a wonderful primary school, but going into secondary school was a really nerve wracking thing for me um, because my parents really wanted me to go to um, a Christian ethos school. Um, and I really wanted to go to the other school that all <laughs> of my friends were going to. Um, and I was just so scared about what would happen there and um, because I really didn't want to go to the Christian school not because I didn't want God and to be influenced like that but just because I wanted to go to the other one with all my friends um but <laughs> God had his hand in it and my parents appealed when I initially didn't get into the Christian school um and they they got me in but I don't think they did. God got me in. <laughs> God got me into that school. Um, and I was so annoyed and I wept and I cried and I was angry at God. I was like, you took me away from all of my friends. That's not fair. Um, and I, I was absolutely oh, just mortified, destroyed. And my parents, they were the opposite way around. They were praising Jesus. They were so happy I was in that school. Um, but looking back, oh, isn't it wonderful? I had such an amazing time at that school. And my goodness, was I blessed? Was I um, filled up by people? You know, the teachers and um, all of the staff were Christians and they fed into wow. us. And we, we read the Bible on a morning and had tutor groups where we studied scripture and we prayed. And it was incredible. And 
and it was just amazing and I'm so grateful to God for taking me to that school and it, it's funny when you look back on your life and you're like ah oh, little did I know like you know <laughs> yes. 11 year old Kirsty wanted to go to this other school and look at what came from the Christian <laughs> school that I went to um, and I'm just so thankful to to God for his hand in that like he's amazing the way that he just guides your life even when you are kicking and screaming sometimes mm. to go the other way um and so as part of that school I got the opportunity to go on some a, a mission trip um to Mexico um and I built a house I built a house in Mexico not single-handedly I do always have to specify that um I'm not that great and I'm not that strong um but I had a wonderful time in Mexico and um, building that house and God really opened my eyes to you know the rest of the world I don't know if like anybody else that's listening to this has been on a mission trip um but if you get the opportunity it is just incredible to see that, that you know there's a world out there and God is working in so many different ways and um, even with people who have nothing you know and that is such a humbling experience that I had um on that mission trip in Mexico so much so that I went back I went back another year um and during that second trip I was asking God like where do you want me to go in my life because by that point I was like 18 you know ready for life what where where do you want me God and I I had experienced, um, here we, we bring this in, Salt Mine Christian Theatre Company. Um, I'd experienced them at Spring Harvest, you know, when I was younger and I used to go and I gave my life to Christ. I experienced them there. And that was the first time that I'd seen um, Christianity and drama and acting together. Both of those things, which I absolutely adored. Um, and so I felt like God might be calling me to, you know, audition for an internship with them but there was a very clear um preach on one of the evenings at Mexico that was like you need to feed into your community that you're in you need to feed back into the place that has been you know feeding you and so I went back home and my mum was like right are you gonna audition for salt mine now like this is what you wanted you know you saw them and I think this would be great and I was like hold the phone, mom. I think God's trying to say something to me. Um, so God's timing again and God's calling and God's hand in my life. My cousin had been speaking to my mom while I was in Mexico saying, do you know what Kirsty's doing next year? Because me and my friend are creating this children's charity and we're looking for somebody to lead the drama side of it. So wow. as, as soon as I say that to my mom, my mom's like, you'll never guess. <laughs> your, cousin, your cousin Sam spoke to me the other day and, and asked what you were doing. So long story short, um, I end up doing um, a gap year with a children's charity that my cousin literally just set up called Big Kids, um, feeding into Middlesbrough, where I'm from. Woo, love Middlesbrough. Um, <laughs> feeding into there before I was to go out anywhere else before before God wanted me to be anywhere else. Um, and oh, I had an amazing year, some struggles, some stresses. You always have stresses and struggles when you're doing children's work, don't you? Yeah. Children and youth, you're great. Love children, love them. Um, but there are there are struggles and stresses. Um, <laughs> but I was blessed and I learned so much um, through big kids. So shout out to them. Um, and then after that year, I felt very clearly that God was like, this is your year to audition for Salt Mine. Mm. 
Um, and so this dream that I'd had from being really young, um, I was like, this is the time, like God guided me in that. And I auditioned and praise God, I got in my first audition with them, wow. um, 19 years old. Usually they like people to have, you know, a bit more life experience, um, but they chose me and I was so shocked um, and humbled and like, whoa, like, God, you, you want me here now? Like, this is, this is the dream that I've had from being a young child and looking up at that stage and seeing people acting for Jesus. And now I get to be part of that. Um, it was incredible, incredible. Um, and so I stayed with Salt Mine for two years, um, interning with them. Um, incredible. If you ever get the opportunity to go and see them do a show, um, they'd I'm biased but they do a great <laughs> job it's not cringy Christian theatre which people assume that Christian theatre is um, it's real hardcore truths and um, they have this slogan called faith motivated arts and that is what it is their faith motivates what they do you don't always see Jesus it's not always a bible story um, mm. but the message and the truth is God's truth and it's um it's beautiful and I was so so privileged and blessed to be a part of salt mine um and and we're coming we're coming up to modern day everyone we're coming we're coming around to uh today but while I was part of salt mine I um, met a lovely girl called Lydia um, and Lydia went from salt mine to Regents Theological College um to mm -hmm. study <laughs> and um basically I followed her um, <laughs> without without copying um no it was God's guidance I came to visit her and fell in love with Regents um and and now I'm here studying on the performing arts course um having a great time um but being challenged and discovering so much about myself and God um so it brings me this is actually the start of this season's story and what I'm going through at the moment um but through all of that I said I became a Christian at nine I have actually realized here we go a really hard truth that I I have not had a relationship with God or if I have it's not been a very good one because from my end I haven't been I haven't been given anything I haven't been talking to him and um, I haven't I haven't been um I haven't been great really <laughs> but when you look but when you look at my life God's hand has still been there mm -hmm. and God has has worked through me and used me and taught me so much even though I haven't been the best at this relationship with him um I am I am such an in the moment person that that I that I forget about things all the time. Um, I I said to Abby just before this that I'll forget this conversation when <laughs> when it's done. I'll be like, oh, I hope I said everything all right. Um, but I I do I forget things and and I forget to talk to God if I'm honest. Mm. Um, and up until recently, I haven't seen the issue with that. Um, because I've seen God's hand in my life anyway, and I've I've seen that he can work through me regardless. But God has blessed me so much recently with the desire to want to get to know him more. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I bought a rug the other day at um, TK Maxx, no, TJ Hughes. I always get those mixed up. What is it? <laughs> TK Maxx? No, TJ Hughes. I don't know. I one don't of those. Um, one of them's gone out of service, but I don't know which one it is. But I, I bought a rug the other day. There, there we right. go. That's, that's the main point. Um, and I, I stuck it on my floor, and it's become my little prayer rug. Aww. 
and and God has really um, blessed me with with this kind of object that now I go and and that's where I sit and pray and it reminds me to pray um, and yeah he's speaking to me so much because I'm actually listening I have a joke with my friend that's like yeah God's been talking to you for a long time Kirsty but I think you're just starting to listen (laughs) and and that's my season at the moment is actually stopping and and listening to God Um, and I can very easily fill up my time you know I've I've now finished uni for the year Um, and and I've got a whole summer off but what I will very quickly do is fill up my entire summer with people and traveling places and doing things and watching Netflix. Come on, come on. Um, but, <laughs> but the thing that God is challenging me in is where is my time with him? Mm. You know, like and, and scheduling that in. And the reason that I called this story priorities is because God is God is encouraging me to prioritize him and if I've got time um allotted for you know sitting on my prayer mat right my little rug um and praying to him to actually being able to say no to other things Mm. and to people um I live in community with Abby most of the time when coronavirus (laughs) isn't around um but it's very easy for people to come and knock on my door and say do you want to go and do this now and all to be very spontaneous um and very easy for me to say, oh yeah, go on, then I'm not doing anything. Mm. But actually, I'm talking to God, or if I'm not, I need to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the importance of that. So yeah, that's kind of my story. A little bit of um, a background on me and praise God for where he's brought me, but also to this season that I'm in now, which is a challenging one of like prioritizing Jesus. Mm. Mm, there we go that is so good I, I I um always love to hear how like the current challenges that are going on in people's lives because I think sometimes mm. as Christians we can do jazz hands really well like we can be like God's so good and it's so great and oh my goodness where do you know mm. what We're, he's constantly challenging each of us every day um oh, and I totally relate and I think the majority of people will to making God a priority and like Mm. putting structures and a routine in place Mm. that benefits you like I've never when I'm really on it with God when I wake up every morning and I read scripture and I'm Mm. seeking him in prayer and we're having time on our own together Mm. I never it's never bad does that make sense like it's never it's never a bad experience I always feel better for it I feel closer to him Mm. but yet it can be so easy to fall out of that habit oh yeah like all you need is a change of environment and all of a sudden it's like oh my goodness like what do I is God in this room as well it's like yes yes he is Abby (laughs) yes it's so true it's so true I find that and I'm excited for the summer because last summer it went downhill for me I don't know about anybody else but like when lockdown hit I crashed uh, like really badly and I just went very internal into myself um just on Netflix all day every day just consuming entertainment to try and make me happy um and I'm very determined not to do that this year you know 
and you've got to you've got to like make that decision and be like nah I'm not going to and God's going to help me through that and so I'm going to take my prayer rug from my uni room I'm going to take it back home you know and I'm and it's like a metaphor for like my relationship with God you know it comes with me yeah um and and I'm going to sit on my floor in my bedroom at home and I'm going to pray the same as I am here you know and I'm not going to get engulfed in Netflix this year maybe I will a little bit but you know (laughs) and there's going to be time for Jesus in there and it's like but goodness me do I need God like I need to pray into that and Mm -hmm. and constantly be praying like God like continue helping me have this passion for you Mm -hmm. like give me that hunger for your word because I need it um because some days I'll wake up and I won't want to but I need to you know yeah (laughs) I totally get that and um I don't know whether we both live in the same environment um in the same place in the same university and I don't know whether you um can relate to this in any way but I can for sure find times when I'm on site and when I'm part of community and doing life with others um, that it's almost like um, it can feel as though I don't need to prioritize God because there's enough program going on that it feels like I am. Like I'll go to prayer with all of my friends or I'll do worship with all of my friends. I'll read my Bible. I'll write an essay about God. It's like, ah. Oh, mm. Well, I, of course I prioritize him, but then it's when you take a step back and you're like, I haven't actually spoken to him one-on-one in a really long time. Yes, absolutely. And like, I feel like that's how I've lived a lot of my life. Like, because, you know, I went to a Christian school and then I went on mission trips and, um, I worked for a children's charity and I worked for salt mine. I was like, I'm doing your work, God. Like, yeah. I'm in it. Like I'm in this for you guys, like I'm working for you, but actually it's that question about relationship. Mm. Like where's, where's me and him? Like when you're in a relationship with someone, like you invest when it's just you two, like it's great when other people are there and when people are like, do you want to go here? And you're like, yeah, I'll bring on my person with me. (laughs) Um, But like, and God does come with you, but it's like, where is the time for just you two that you are prioritizing? Like, you are making it a priority. Where's yeah. your choice? Because I'll say, yeah, I'll go to this prayer event because everyone else is going, you know? And I, and I go because it will be a laugh and my friends will be there. Mm-hmm. But like, where where's the time with just me and him that mm-hmm. I'm actually maybe sacrificing something for? Like yeah. I, could, I could be going somewhere with someone else out for a meal, mm-hmm. but actually I'm going to sit and be with God because I know that's what I want. And I know that's what my soul needs right now. Yeah. Yeah. I take it really seriously um there's a particular prayer event at uni that we both have been part of and Mm. um around January time I had to take a step back from it because I was like I'm not seeking him on my own so like what what gives me the authority to lead other people in a room and Mm. like facilitate that when I'm not doing it for myself Mm. Um, and I think it's it's really important to implement daily um a daily schedule with God and I think it's yeah. also really important to review it like so I think um a lot of the time if you watch like YouTube videos or you listen to podcasts or you read devotional books whatever it may be yeah 
seek God in the morning when you first wake up. Mm-hmm. And I went through a season where if I read my Bible in the morning, I had no idea what I'd read by lunchtime because I was like a zombie, <laughs> like just doing it. Um, and I think it's really fun to trial different types of routines and different mm-hmm. ways of seeking God and different forms of prayer. Like I never thought I'd be a journaler, but now I mm-hmm. absolutely love journaling. Yes. Um, and I'm just wondering, like, what does your daily time with God look like at the moment like where is the big changes cu- come in like what else yeah. from your rug <laughs> yeah um no yeah absolutely I was I was thinking that like for me this season has been God challenging me in like what happens behind closed doors with him mm-hmm. like where is that time for just me like that's what we're encouraged to in the bible I'm not sure where it, where it is in there bible but definitely it's, in there <laughs> it's in there um that it's important to have that time where it's just you and god um and and i love that and that's definitely the biggest lesson that you teach me at the moment um but yeah no my my current schedule is um waking up earlier uh, <laughs> because I have such a habit to sleep in and think oh well the morning's gone now you know um I love my sleep uh shout out to anybody who else who absolutely adores sleep I think that's quite a lot of people especially yes. since lockdown yeah um, sleep is a great thing um <laughs> but I have the tendency to just want to sleep in but I'm getting myself up at 7 30 um every morning which is early for me Mm-hmm. um and and spending time reading I've got this um step by step the big picture chapter by chapter walk through the bible um wow. book yeah my dad bought it for me not not long ago actually um and sent it to me in the post bless him um <laughs> and and so I'm reading that and it gives you like a little synopsis of a chapter and it takes you all the way through um the bible so I'm I'm reading that on the morning um and then and then trying to feed myself with um different scriptures through the day um actually being led by the spirit most of the time um so the other day I was in Jeremiah um and oh just wonderful about gossip because that's something that we're talking about on site quite a lot um and praying praying against <laughs> gossip because uh, it gets quite intense when you're to stuck be a young on a adult <laughs> yeah yeah honestly when you're stuck on a hill as well um <laughs> gossip, gossip gets around but no we're praying against that at the moment so I was reading into that um and I've also just started reading this book called Bound boundaries um, <gasps> nice yes which is also helping me think about where my priorities are mm. um and where they come in helping people and saying no to things I'm a very yes orientated person but actually yeah. I need to say no sometimes um so I'm reading this boundaries book which is also um yeah bringing me closer to God um and then prayer on the evening and it's generally yeah orientated around my my rug which is wonderful but also um also I'm being challenged in um praying for myself which is a weird thing Mm. because I quite often pray for other people because I I worry about people a lot quite a worrier um and and I've been blessed in this season where people have felt like they can come and share what they're going through um but I have a tendency to hold on to that and think that I'm the person to save them. Um, <laughs> like they've come to me, therefore I must solve all their problems. Um, and actually God's challenging me that in like um, in that. And he's saying like, careful, because your heart can get prideful there. Like mm-hmm. if you think that you're the person to save them, like where do I come into this? Like you're not giving, <laughs> you're not giving me space to work, Kirsty. You've got to trust that I've got this. Yeah. Um, 
And so I can quite often get caught up praying for, you know, other people and, and what they're going through. And God's like, pray for your heart, like pray for um, what's going on in your mind, pray for your ability to help other people, but also your ability to trust in me. Um, and so that's kind of my, my evening prayer is kind of like me, like, what do I need right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of a bit of my journey with, with it, but it's very, it's very new to me, if I'm honest with you, Abby, and um, like this relationship with God and talking to God about everything. Like it's a bit crazy because I don't usually, I go to other people first. <laughs> I tell my mom, I tell my mom stuff and I tell my friends before I talk to God. Um, but God's like, no, like, get on your knees and come to me first about everything um and it's very very new to me but it's very exciting <laughs> it's like about changing him from being the last resort to the first resort yeah oh have you so seen a difference in the time that you've been like dedicating to like shifting your priorities are you seeing a difference through seeing your relationship with god as a two-sided relationship yeah definitely definitely my my love for people is increasing because because I'm asking I'm talking to him about people yeah. <laughs> that's so weird um but like quite often I, I get so internal about my worries about people and and what they're going through and all these prayer requests of things that are going on in people's lives and it weighs heavy on me and I'm like oh my goodness there's so much going on in the world and it people are struggling and it's so hard um but God's like, just give it to me. Um, like there was this image shared over me the other day, actually, praise God um, for, for images and what they bring <laughs> to your life. Um, but of, of me juggling these balls um, and all of these like juggling balls and actually needing to throw them high for God to catch them. <sighs> that and is a good him, image to get. Yeah, like and that. thank you be juggling with them and then for him to like let one ball drop to me just so that I'm just juggling with one ball at a time um and and I've ah oh, goodness me like what an image um and I praise God for it um but that is really challenging me at the moment mm. um to throw them up to him um and let him juggle with them so that I can just hold one ball at a time and yeah. love people and uh care for one person at a time that he is giving to me mm. um I'm journeying with one of my friends at the moment about um, God, God's timing being perfect and, and really trusting that, that people will be where they need to be with me at God's perfect time um, and that, that that will work out mm. and trusting trusting that that will work out and not me being like oh yeah I'm gonna go to this person right now and I'm gonna but actually praying to him first and being like your timing God like if you want yeah. me to be there for that person guide me there um but if they need someone else right now I trust you you know that's so cool and that's such a hard thing to learn as well because yeah. we live in a culture where like everything is at the end of our fingertips like mm -hmm. we can stimulate any situation any relationship we've got all the power and we've got all the control mm -hmm. and to like take a huge step back and to be like god everything's gonna happen in your time i think is really hard so kudos to you like that's <laughs> yeah, i'm hard. definitely not getting it right i'm definitely <laughs> getting it wrong sometimes um but no it's it's really important and it's a weight lifted off your shoulders as well mm. like that that burden that you feel to you know 
be perfect even and be be the perfect friend um it is yeah something that I'm having to give up daily um mm-hmm. because it's something that I strive for so much and I've heard on some of the other podcasts um you spoke with I think Bethan and Rebby both mm-hmm. about people pleasing oh, and be- yeah. <laughs> recovering people pleaser <laughs> here we are I think <laughs> Um, but actually like oh, just trusting God completely mm. and putting him in the center and going to him first about everything like there's not far that you can go wrong if you just if you get that bit right yeah <laughs> if you get going to God first right you're you're not much can go wrong mm. I don't think I think it's also a really hard lesson to learn to surrender everything to God or um just to be rather than focusing your eyes on Jesus, you're focusing your eyes on what other people think and Mm. are trying to please other people. And I think it's a really hard lesson to learn because it tends to mean that you either feel out of your depth, you burn out or um, you're not happy. Like and yeah. you don't, you've lost the joy in your spirit. And I think they're really quite hard places to go to, but it's in reaching that point that God's like, can I try now? And yeah. then you truly get to see the fruit of like surrendering to him and being like, you just handle it and use me in your plan, how you want to use yeah. me. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And I get so worried that I'm going to like let him down and then I'm not g- gonna be able to do something or I'm gonna make a decision and it's the wrong one um but actually there was something that happened the other day which proved me wrong um (laughs) I I said that I would walk past one of my friend's doors and and knock on her door and we would um go up and pray together in the chapel and um I came back to my room and God started talking to me majorly and I broke down um and and I just needed to sit and be be with him and I felt so bad that I wasn't going and walking past my friend's door and knocking and going to the chapel um and so afterwards it was it was probably about an hour um I messaged her and I was like I'm so so sorry like I let you down and I didn't come and knock on your door and I was so worried about it um and her response was so simple she was like don't worry about it at all um I had a conversation with this other person and we interacted with God mm. And my goodness, well, I was, uh, I was shocked. Uh, no, I wasn't. But it was such a reality check for me to be like, yo, Kirsty, like, you don't have to be that person for everyone. Like, you don't have to stress. God is so much bigger. Yeah. Um, and he can use other people as well. And like, letting that go of Kirsty, actually, it's quite prideful of you to want to be that person for everyone. You need to let me use other people. Um, and just uh, an incredible testament to God being so much bigger than me, you know? And it's uh, funny when you say it out loud, because it's like, uh, your go-to is to be like, I'm so sorry, when really you just spent an hour in the yeah. presence of the creator of the universe, like... <laughs> and that's the other thing about like when people are like oh do you want to go for a walk and saying like no I'm talking to God like and how people react to that is like okay yeah because it should be it should be a good thing right (laughs) yeah I always find it an interesting conversation to have with people who don't know Jesus yet or yeah. when I, like especially like with the stage of life we're in and we're like trying to figure out next step after uni and what God's got planned for us and to say to someone who doesn't know Jesus like I'm just going to give it to God and see what he does and they're yeah. like oh okay yeah. um 
so, yeah sounds sounds like a, a good plan that you're like yeah. it, it is i promise it is a good plan <laughs> yeah they're like um okay then that's a bit strange but you're like no you don't understand relationship yeah talk to him i'm in a relationship with him you know it's a two-way street people it is it's so true it's so true that was another thing for me as well um because i have been in relationships in my life um and god's been opening my eyes up at the moment um to the fact that i've idolized those relationships wow um, I, I i said i've already said like um i've only recently started properly talking to god like daily mm. um and i've realized that like i put the person i was in a relationship with in the place of god um mm. like i was talking to them every day i was going out with them I was eating with them I was sharing everything with them um yeah. and I wasn't doing that with God like God was on the back burner um and so I'm in a period of singleness now and my goodness am I grateful for it I never thought I'd say that um <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd say that because I've run from relationship to relationship um but but making my relationship with God a priority um, is some is the main lesson that he's teaching me and it's mm. it's a lot easier for me to do that while I'm single I think mm. um, yeah. it's gonna be a, a challenge if I if I slash when I ever get back into a relationship um, to make sure that God stays at the top of that priority list um, yeah that's gonna be an interesting journey of the future I think <laughs> a couple of years ago when praying about like a future relationship and it was something that my heart really wanted at the time um mm. like you know very cliche but like you make a prayer you write in your journal like things that you want and you're like god please can I have a man who's x y and z blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> and I sort of wrote this long list to god about what I would want in a relationship and how I'd want to honor him in that mm. and when I read back through it and I was like, I'm not going to, I'm currently not in a space where I'm going to do that for someone else. Mm. Like, I'm not, I was, I wanted a guy who like, uh, we both have our own times with God in the morning, but then we'd come together and we do devotionals together and all that cliche, yeah. lovely, jubbly stuff. And I was like, I don't seek God every day. Like why, why that's like, surely someone else is looking for someone who's going to seek God every day. Like, oh, and just yeah. little things like that completely changed my perspective on what like, the time of singleness really is and I think yeah. it's a rubbish there's not a good word to describe a period of singleness because mm. either you're calling it waiting which means that like something better's coming yeah. um, you call it a season which is the idea that it will end and it won't end for everyone mm. there's mm. no good way to talk about it yeah. um, but I still think it's a really important time and whether that time lasts forever whether it lasts a month I, I think that's where God genuinely puts in the foundational it's the things yeah. you carry into a relationship oh my goodness yeah have you have you watched Mike Todd's series on yes. relationships oh yeah. my goodness for anybody listening that hasn't go and watch it because yeah. um, <laughs> he does an incredible preach on um single not alone Mm. Um, and also the one before that in the series is called Before the Person and how important it is and what God kind of talks to Adam about before he even creates Eve mm. um, and just the importance of singleness. Um, 
and yeah it's something that I'd never thought about before Hmm. never um, because I was just so content in um yeah being in a relationship and (laughs) being secure um, like having the security of another person um but my goodness God can grow you and stretch you in singleness but also that doesn't stop at marriage like I feel like watch listening to this um (laughs) and it's like oh I'm not single I'm in a relationship or I'm married like God still works and God can still um teach you so much from putting his relationship first Mm. rather than your relationship with another person um but definitely go and watch those um those preachers by Mike Todd they're incredible yes and and his book his book is really good as well I have not read that it's essentially I think he did the series to prepare for the release of his book and his book's really quite good yeah because I sometimes think and I've said this a few times that um you have to approach sermons and books and things about singleness as though you are going to learn from it and it's not going to be a guide on how to find a boyfriend (laughs) I don't know whether anyone else has been through that stage where it's like okay so if I tick this box and this box and this box God will give me a man hallelujah okay I can do that where that's not what they're about at all Mm -hmm. it's about like surrendering the time you're in and getting the most you can from it yeah oh my goodness yeah like um I felt a few weeks ago that God was asking me to like give him my oh give up to him that I wanted to get married in my life um, and like fully surrender that to him um, because it's something that obviously I've always wanted and actually I was engaged at 18 um, yeah and so it was something that I thought was very much in my future and and God intended it in a way like I Mm. I was sure that that was what God wanted um but very very clearly you know I wasn't talking to God a lot back then (laughs) and so I got things wrong um, and that didn't end up working out but since I've been in this period of singleness like God's been like you need to fully surrender to me the idea of marriage like you need to be okay if I tell you that you're not going to be married in your life And I was like, what? No. <laughs> oh my goodness. All that security that I've clung on to for years in, in the relationships that I've been into. Um, God was like, you need to give that up. Like it, mm. you're holding it as an idol. And I think that's a case for a lot of people in church, Ge- like generally young women, I think, hold on to marriage quite a lot. Yeah as something that's just always been in their heart and and I don't blame you like God says to to want it and if it's right it will work out and it will glorify him um but a few weeks ago that was really hard for me and it's something that I'm still giving up to him um but it's such an interesting position to put your heart in that is like I am okay if if God is the only person Mm. ever really close with um and intimate with and have that kind of a relationship with because really he is all we need mm-hmm. like we we don't need another person we just need Jesus um but you can find you can find um that it glorifies him in marriage obviously mm-hmm. yeah many marriages and wonderful couples that glorify Jesus um but just giving that up to him and being like your will your perfect timing mm-hmm is all that I want and, and actually meaning it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, in the last, I want to say about a year, 
I have noticed a huge change in the way I talk about singleness um, to where I am so excited about what God has planned for me as Abby and mm. what he's going to put in place for the coming years that yeah. I don't want anything to get in the way of it. Yeah. And I am, I never thought I would say that. Like I, I, if you would have spoken to me at 19, I would have been like, no, I'd love to be married by 23. And like thinking about kids, like that's stereotypical Christian mindset. But now I am so excited about how he wants to use me and where Mm -hmm. he wants to send me and what that's going to look like. That I don't, I don't want to get distracted. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. honestly. And, and um, one of my friends mentioned to me the other day, that image of like, running for God and like just just you running on your own striving Mm. for God as like fast as you can you know running um and that if it is right and when it is right you will glance to the side and realize somebody is there running along yeah like that image image. I know it's such a good um I hadn't heard it until really recently um so that's for anybody that hasn't heard it um but it's such a beautiful image um of like that person will be running alongside of you and it will just it will happen if it happens Mm. and it's all it's all in God's timing and it's all in God's will but but yeah it's it's not you trying to make it happen as well I think is is something that I am learning yeah (laughs) I need to not, you know, try and and weasel my way in there and and flirt my way in there with people. <laughs> that's not that's not being single either. No. That's trying to pursue something, uh, but it's something I need to check in my heart quite frequently. There's a bit of vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think you're doing a pretty good job, though. If your current focus is to prioritize God and to make Him the center of your everything, yeah. and to make Him the thing that's first on the list when you wake up when you go to sleep regardless I think I said with Katie last week about him being your beginning middle and end Mm. if that's currently where your focus is I think you're probably doing something right Kirsty and I think that's really cool and (laughs) awesome (laughs) thanks oh only by God's grace oh my hallelujah I'm I'm getting I am getting stuff wrong but I'm trying, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm really trying and, and God blesses me in that and is encouraging me in that. And I just, I thank him so much for the passion that he's given mm-hmm. me to just get to know him better and yeah. actually prioritize him, put some work into our relationship. <laughs> you know, it takes work, it takes time. And, yeah. but I'm so, so blessed and excited for what, what's ahead. That's so exciting. And I want to offer you the opportunity because I've made you get quite vulnerable. I mean, we've spoken about singleness. Didn't think the conversation was going to go there, but here we are. Um, (laughs) I would like to invite you to ask me one question about my faith journey um, as Mm. a a knuppance. I think I made that word up. but um, I love it. What does it mean? I think it means like like, um, as a result of or like as a way of paying you back maybe yeah I don't know um if not that's what it means now because I've made it up um uh yeah I would like to ask me a question about my faith journey uh, yes I'd love to I'm gonna <laughs> flip back the question that you asked me earlier about what does your what's your daily bible timey stopping time resting time with God that was a great sentence Kirsty let's try that <laughs> um <laughs> how is your time with God at the moment what does that look like for you on a daily basis any tips or tricks as well for stopping and spending time with God 
Yeah, um, I am. I get spirit of honesty. I find Mm -hmm. it really easy to get out of the pattern and get out of the routine. Like if I miss Mm -hmm. a day, I'm gone for a week. Like I find it really, really easy to fall out of Um, Mm -hmm. because I'm the same. Like if I wake up, if I sleep through my alarm, I'm like, oh, I've missed it. Um, And that's not how it (laughs) works at all. But uh, at the moment, my um, morning routine looks like I wake up, I go and get uh, breakfast and then um, my sister isn't at home and she has a gorgeous room with a huge window and so I go and sit in her room and I am just about to finish the book of Joshua I spend some time with him I pray over what I've just read I spend some time with God Um, that's what I meant by him I don't spend time with Joshua but I kind of do but um, (laughs) I pray I listen to maybe a bit of music I journal my thoughts I try and um take at least one thing away from whether it's it doesn't have to be a verse but just like a lesson that I think it's trying the what I'm reading is trying to teach um and try and remember that throughout the day because I realized I'm rubbish at remembering scripture like I just make it into Abbey language which then dilutes the real power of it and Abbey language is not a version of the bible um so uh, (laughs) um so I do that in the mornings. My routine with God is very much in the mornings um, mm. and it looks different in lockdown. So if life was a bit normal and I was on uni, it would be much earlier than it is now. Um, but I, what I love and uh, I love when I fall out of routine with God, what I always do is I will have an evening where I soak. Like mm. I will, it's all like, it would be my version of self-care. Yeah. Like I have a shower, I do my hair um, and I then put on, light some candles and I just spend an entire evening either in psalms because I find psalms really Mm. warms my heart the majority of the time proverbs uh sometimes I love the gospel of Luke um and just go back to like my favorites and I know I probably shouldn't say that because like but yeah um (laughs) I just sit with God and I pour out my heart Mm. I try and journal with him every day uh, and sometimes that looks like seven pages of me outpouring and other times it looks like three lines and I'm like (laughs) 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 Um, but yeah I don't know whether that really answers your question but um, it really um, does no that's wonderful I love the idea of a soak night Mm. I love that 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 you like kind of go yeah I need one of those yeah and then you and then you go to scripture where you know you, you get filled and you know mm-hmm. it encourages you and you know that God has spoken to you before through those verses and so mm-hmm. you go back to that. I love that I love that idea I love so. to look um back on my like previous notes I've done on Psalms or just about any passage of scripture and see what yeah. I got from it a year ago yeah. um yeah that's oh, good what, I love that I love yeah. that I had a really, a really interesting thing the other day, actually. I found a bunch of my journals from last summer. Um, this is a little bit off topic, but I think um, it might encourage someone so, someone somewhere listening. Um, and I went back and I read my prayers to God during the first lockdown. Mm. And it was abundantly clear that I wasn't in the place I am now. I, was, I felt very lonely, very isolated. Um, and my prayers sort of showed that. And I was then looking at my most recent journal entries and this lockdown, so since Christmas onwards, and I'm in exactly the same boat. I'm back in my parents' house. I'm away from my friends. Um, But I realised a huge difference that daily friendships make. Mm. 
Mm. and in your walk with Christ um so this time last summer I had great friends but they were all dotted throughout the country some were still working because some of them are in the public sector others were in um university like they were throughout the countries the countries the country uh, (laughs) in different stages of life and doing different things um which therefore makes a zoom night a bit harder to organize and things like that um but the gift that I've got from regents is I have friends that are in exactly the same boat as me in exactly the same stage of life who are Mm. responding to the pandemic in a really similar way because none of us were allowed to be on site back then and it created this fabulous culture of like daily walking with my friends which I didn't have before Um, and it changed my mental health for the last five months massively Mm. it completely changed the way in which I've approached this lockdown and I think it just highlights to me the importance of community when it comes to your walk with Christ. Yeah. Like, so true. It's so true. And it's been so hard, I think, the past year mm. to have that community um, and to find community. Um, and I, I do feel, yeah, also similarly very blessed to have mm. this community at Regents. But to encourage um, other listeners out there, um, get plugged into your churches if you yeah. can starting to open up now um I've been going to physical church I love that physical <gasps> church is a term. <laughs> yeah. like, are you online church or are you physical <laughs> um, but like physical church is coming back mm. praise god um and I think it is so different because zoom is hard and people find it hard to engage on yeah. zoom and um, I am included in that bracket um but but churches are coming back <laughs> to to real person time mm um real person time in, in life uh, no what am I trying to say coming back in face. life services face to face that's what yeah, I said face to face they're trying to, they're coming back to face to face and um community is so important so if you're feeling isolated um go uh, go and engage with a church yeah online or face to face um because people are out there and they're wanting mm-hmm. that community again yeah we'd be missing it <laughs> you are not the only person who feels like that there are hundreds of people thousands of people up and down this country who are in need of yeah community absolutely so just and do it go on to the faith inquiry instagram and get <laughs> involved you know it's great on there send abby a message and yeah reach out to people Kirsty, thank you so much for being on the Faith Inquiry. You are truly awesome. And um, you're like, um, what's that phrase? Like you could bottle you up and sell you with sunshine. You are a joyful soul through and through. So thank you for blessing my life and thank you for being my friend. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. Oh, it was exciting. I hope it wasn't as scary as you thought it was going to be. <laughs> no, it was really fun and I hope that something in there blesses and speaks to someone and brings glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Once again, a major thank you to Kirsty for coming on and sharing her heart. Um, I loved the way in which our conversation flowed and just the topics we covered and um yeah, we got to just see a little insight into the growth of Kirsty, and um, I got something from it and therefore I pray that you guys did. Um, so yeah, that's our episode for today. Once again, I'm going to close in prayer, of course. Um, but thank you for listening. Uh, I've got a few more up my sleeve um, in terms of podcasts on sharing people's stories of those around me. And um, 
I want you to watch this space a little bit because in a few weeks we're going to take a slightly different turn. We're going to start having some discussions and talking some of the talking about some of the big, hairy, meaty, ugly conversations of faith and um, getting a little bit deeper in terms of equipping each other and just having really important conversations. But for the time being, I'm going to leave you with this prayer and um, I will see you next week. Or no, you will hear me next week. That probably makes more sense. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, Lord, for this conversation with Kirsty and just um, the way in which you've used her throughout her years and also the way in which you are challenging her currently. I am... I thank you, Lord, that we get to share stories with one another and they just can be lights and reflections of your goodness. And I just pray for anyone listening today, Lord, that you use Kirsty's story to speak to them in a new way, that the discussion that happened today was healthy and of you. And um, Lord, I just pray for anyone listening who's going through a bit of a rocky patch or finds themselves in the valley at the moment, Father. I just um, pray that you're with them that they call upon you, that you draw close to them, and that they sense that you are near them. In Jesus's powerful name, amen. Okay, everyone, have an awesome week, and I'll see you same time next week for another episode of The Faith Inquiry.